welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, into episode 248 of the Get Around Podcast. I'm being I'm being turned around right now, actually. Uh, I'm now facing the door for some reason. I'm not no. sure what's happening. I moved here. my microphone and it moved your cord and just turned everything around. Oh, well, Jordan's dying from a from a stifled cough over there. I am finally getting over my cough. Uh, it's finally starting to go away. Still, still hacking up a lung every time I laugh or something like that. I haven't. My uh, cough has kind of gone away. I, I, I went to the it. doctor. I got some some drugs, some antibiotics, and uh, sweet. So I can officially say that I'm on steroids now too. Okay. Right nice. now. Yeah, that's what I'm on. That's what I'm on. I'm on a uh, I'm on a Medro dose pack. Is that what you got put on? Uh, it's like it's uh, in a bottle, but it's, it's like a, I take four the first two days, and then like three, and then two and one. Yeah, and yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm what I'm doing too. It was funny. I wrote about it uh, uh, in a column that was published on Saturday. How I had this cough and have been avoiding going to the doctor because uh, I'm scared, and also you know what if it like what if it's something bad, but also like it's inconvenient, and I really don't want to do anything. Oh, uh, I got an email from a. I got an email. I, I got an e- email from a guy who, uh, the the last line, he's like, "Hey, I really enjoyed your column, uh, um, uh, but get your ass to a doctor right now." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, I will do that." Fortunately, I've, I, I, like I said, I'm getting it taken care of. Um, but yeah, uh, I am host <laughs> Brendan Queeley. This is episode 248 of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, I think in the past I've. I've warned the listeners about uh, possibly hearing uh, my dogs uh, in, in the background. That is a possibility, uh, but uh, you might hear some traffic in, in the uh, in the background as well. Uh, as I'm in the screened-in porch at my parents' house, uh, as uh, we've got uh, well, basically, as my mom kind of described to me last night, we're in the we're in the hospice stage right now uh, of my dog Luna. Um, who uh, I've had for almost 15 years, uh, and her life is uh, sadly um, coming to an end here, and I am doing everything that I can to be with her uh, at all times and close to her as possible. Right now she's outside and uh, enjoying enjoying the weather, uh, lying down in her favorite spot, and uh, we're doing everything we can to keep her comfortable. So uh, if... Uh, if I disappear for a while, uh, that's probably why I'm, I'll be taking some time off uh, after she passes and uh, kind of pulling back here over the next couple of days on how much work I do to spend more time with her. Uh, she is the, uh, the the most important um, love of my life, soulmate. Uh, I know it might seem odd for some people to hear that. Uh, that's how it is, you know. Some people think she's just a dog, but for me, that's far from it. Um, she is truly my soulmate. The the connection that we made immediately has uh, has kept her alive for almost fifteen years. And honestly, the stuff that she's been through, it uh, she's lived a lot longer than she probably should have. So I'm I'm so grateful to her for that. And I'll get into it more uh, a little bit when we, when we go to our uh, our happy endings uh, and and talk about uh, what made us happy this week. Um, but let's get into the show. Uh, episode 248 of the Get Around. Like I said, I'm Brendan Queeley. With me, James Cook and Jordan Puente. Uh, always happy to have these two guys along. Uh, wonderful to work with. Uh, absolutely great 
hard workers uh, that make a, a difficult job yeah, man. Um, slightly slightly easier. And uh, I really appreciate it. All, all the support they give me as well is is big time as well. Um, so uh, as always, the Get Around Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations in Traverse City. Uh, they make subs that are freaky fresh. They do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freak, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we are down to uh, the sensational six. The polls are still going as of this recording right now. Uh, but by the time I think we're finished, one of them just finished up. Uh, one of the polls just finished up. I was so out of it this week with everything going on with Luna. I forgot to put the polls up until yesterday. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yeah, I did. Um, I saw but I totally, I, 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 I totally spaced this whole week because every waking moment that I has been spent taking care of, of Luna and, and making sure that she's okay. So, uh, we do have the results. Uh, Traverse City Central uh, took out the Mesic Bulldogs uh, in a battle that got uh, 122 votes. It was uh, 55.7% to 44.3%. So we've got TC Central as uh, one of the uh, final a, three. It's pretty close for a huge school against a not huge school. Talk yeah. Yeah. Cinderella's. Yeah. Uh, if, if, we're looking, if we're looking right now... Uh, Kingsley and Kalkaska, it's at 51.4 to 48.6 with 57 minutes left. Ooh. So very, uh, very interesting there. Very interesting. Uh, I, I mean, I knew Kingsley. They've got a strong following. I just thought Kalkaska with how awesome that logo is, I, I, I thought for sure, thought for sure they'd win. Um, and then let's see the the final one is Glen Lake versus Harbor Springs, and this one again, this one surprised me as well. Um, I know we don't have uh, as many Harbor Springs readers, but in terms of just like the coolness of the logos, I feel the I feel like right now the logos that are cooler are losing <laughs> because Harbor Springs is losing. Uh, I like I said, I love Glen Lake's logo. The anchor and the rope is awesome. It's cool. Um, but the the Harbor Springs one is just yeah, it's just badass. That one is pretty cool, pretty sweet. The Music Bulldog is pretty cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. And, and right now the Glen the Lakers are running away with the this one sixty two point four percent to thirty seven point six percent with uh, thirty seven minutes left as of this recording. So it looks like it's going to be Glen Lake, Traverse City Central, uh, and oh my God, how did I miss the other one? Kingsley. Kingsley uh, unless, uh, but that one's still pretty up in the air um yeah so uh that one i'll try to get up a little bit earlier next week like i said we'll 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 see uh or at least over the next couple of days try to get that uh up and uh and rolling Uh, i think this has been a good success guys i've enjoyed yeah we got some pretty good engagement out of it oh yeah uh given uh, the the change on Twitter, I guess we'll have to go back to Survey Monkey like we did uh, the last time, or or figure something out. I'm sure there's got to be some way out there to uh, to keep this this kind of fun going. But uh, yeah, next week we'll announce our winner, and well, we won't even announce it. We'll just uh, we'll just uh, we'll know from the Twitter polls. Yep. Um, any any thoughts on on your final three? Do you guys also feel like I do that the uh, the three cool logos the, or the three cooler looking logos are the ones that are going to lose? Yeah, it looks that way. It looks that way. It's all a popularity contest. All right. 
All right, uh, all right. So let's uh, let's move on in uh, to the pulse and uh, and and talk about what we're going through right now, which is a transition period. Uh, James, you've been doing this for two plus decades, right? Oh yeah, to be <laughs> almost three. Damn. How difficult is it to handle? We're we're moving from winter sports to spring sports. Is this the more difficult transition? Yeah, I kind of think so. Like. Yeah, okay. I'm you're, glad you're, we wait, agree you're waiting on, on the weather. Among other things, you're waiting on the weather. And there's just, uh, so you never know how long the break is going to be in between. And whereas with basketball, between football and basketball, you, you know, basketball's indoors, so you, when they get scheduled, they're going to get played pretty much. For me, the, 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 the transition from fall to winter sports, it, it's just, it seems natural and smooth, and, and there's really not an issue. With this one, and I think it has to come. I think it comes down to the chaotic nature of spring sports as well, because there is there is so much uncertainty, especially early in the season, and even throughout the season. You're like, well, we're we're basically at the whim of Mother Nature throughout the season, and Mother Nature, as we know, in Northern Michigan, is fairly unpredictable. Really? Uh, and and then you're also just you're going from you know, not so much to a whole lot in a fairly small amount of time. I mean, because we will have girls tennis, boys golf, boys and girls track and field, um, baseball, softball. Did I mention lacrosse? No, um, no, not yet, but yeah. Okay. Girls soccer. So, uh, girls soccer too, yeah. It is. It's a lot, it, wow. It, it is a lot. I, I feel like this is a more difficult trans. This is a more difficult transition than than summer to fall too. I, I don't think the the summer to fall one. You know, even though we're kind of on that that break um, during fall, you know, we kind of get sped up for for fall because we have to do the fall tab, and so you know, it, it's easy to kind of you know stay in that that work. Goodness. I'm not saying I don't like the spring sports season, but I am. <laughs> I am kind of saying that um, just, be, just because of how much it is and, and all the different places that we have to pull results from. Like it would just be nice if coaches would just send in stuff via our our, our Google uh, our, our Google app, um, which is record eagle uh, record hyphen eagle dot com backslash prep scores. So for all you coaches out there listening, uh, feel free out. to use that. That's super helpful. Very, 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 very helpful. Instead of having to pull things from athletic.net and MHSAA golf app and Game Changer and email. But uh, there got to be a positive. Go ahead, Jordan. There got to be a positive, though. Like, you're outside. Like, we've been indoor. If you think about it, we've been inside for months just because that's what basketball and all the sports we've been covering. I guess it's a chance to go outside once in a while. So, uh, there got to be a positive for this, right? At least being able to go back yeah. outside. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I, I went outside yesterday and and uh, uh, shot some hoops for a little bit just to see if I still have a shot. And it always, I'm always surprised at how terrible I am right away. Like I was like, you know, but by the end of the summer, you know, I'll be playing basketball every single day. By the end of the summer, you know, I'm I'm pretty good. My shot is smooth and pure, and it feels good. But right now, it's like I've never seen a basketball before. Like it's never even been in my hands. It is brutal. 
So yeah, uh, Jordan, this is this is going to be your first experience uh, with this. You, you came on toward the pretty much the end of uh, spring sports. Um, the spring sports season last year. Season was going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I, yep. I think one of the early early games you covered was yeah, Kyle Kaska. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Was, uh, so, but you coach, get yep. His last his last yeah. game was it Pasada? You, Oh, Ponstein, yeah, Ponstein, yeah. yeah. That was his last game. Yeah. So, all right. While I've been doing the complaining, let's <laughs> let's turn to positive. All right. That's why. That's why um, I was feeding you some positives so we can, uh, you know, spice it up a little. What bit. are you? What are you guys looking? What are you guys looking forward to? Uh, Jordan, I guess you kind of already said it. You're looking forward to being outside, which yeah, I'm man. sure will go away. So I'm nice. sure will go away when it gets really, really hot outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, other than the uh, the warmer weather, what, what are you guys looking forward to? Are there any uh, storylines or, or or anything uh, personally, professionally that you're looking for uh, about this uh, spring sports season? Can I start? Um, because I never got to yeah. see Hunter Jones run. I think that's mine. Uh, all everyone, you guys have honestly talked about him ever since I've been here. Uh, we've had him on the pod. Um, I've chatted with them. I've seen him run the Cherry Mile. I've seen him run all these different races that's not now he gets to run the track and field i'm very excited to see this it's it's a, it's really a once in a life i yeah i guess you could say that once in a lifetime chance to see this guy run but uh yeah that's mine i just want to see hunter jones run well yeah, yeah, i, I think if, if you want to do that and do that <laughs> yes yeah uh and and let's we'll go ahead and um pencil me in uh Give a, and I, what, what I'll say is, the I'm sure he'll be at the Record Eagle honor roll meet, um, so we can uh, already kind of publicize that. Uh, that's always a good one to go to. Uh, the I, I don't know if he's he's been at the Ken Bell in the past. Uh, I'm not sure, but I have seen him run, and he is as dominant as his wins would make you believe. Damn, he awesome. he is just that dominant. Awesome. Um, where you're watching him run and you're like, this guy is heads and tails better than pretty much everybody else out here. And it's really extremely impressive. Yeah. Um, Benzie, so, Benzie right, is scheduled uh, to be at the Ken Bell Invitational on May 5th sweet. in Traverse City. Good deal. Go. Nice. So, yeah, those are the two really fun. If you want if you want to just like an enjoyable day of covering track and just walking around and seeing different events, um, Ken Bell and the, the Record Eagle Honor Roll meet are just are really awesome because there's so much going on at a track meet so uh, from the pole vault to the high jump, discus, shot put, and then you have, I mean, hurdle races are always fun to watch. Electrifying. Um, it, it really is. It's a long day, um, but it, it, it could be a lot of fun if you're just going out there and, and looking to watch a bunch of different things happen uh, at the same time, so... I'm I'm interested to see what the uh, some of the softball teams around here do this season. Um, uh, you know, we've got obviously some very good baseball teams and soccer teams, all that, which we normally do every year too. But I think this the softball teams could really come through this year. Um, you know, you've got that that loaded Gaylord team coming back with everything that they have. I mean, they've only lost they only lost like two two role players last from last season's team, I think. So they got pretty much everything back. You've got. St. Francis, TC West, it looks to be loaded this year, uh, you know, after having a little bit of a down season last year. Um, Piper Cavanaugh could be one of the best freshmen across the state 
from what I'm hearing. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, kind of on the same line as, like, Audrey Smith or Audrey Jones from, from Gaylord. And uh, so, you know, TC West could be really, really competitive in the Big North with Gaylord. That West Gaylord doubleheader should be something that, that we're definitely at. And then uh, I think in the Lake Michigan Conference, I think you're going to see Grayling give Traverse City St. Francis a good run. Um, Grayling's got a very young, talented team, too, um, with a lot coming back from last season, and at, which St. Francis does as well, too. So that should be a, another good race. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, of storylines uh, going into this. Um, if you look at the Diamond and, and, and look at, at Traverse City Central, you do have to worry, or maybe not worry, but wonder how Josh Klug uh, is feeling. Uh, you know, he did have that, and this was back in the, in the football season, but he did have that. Uh, that injury to his uh, his shoulder, um, and and he is obviously one of the best pitchers uh, in the area, if not the best pitcher uh, in, in the area. He looked pretty healthy in the student section at basketball games. There you go. Good, there you go. good, 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 <laughs> good. Go. That's because I mean the the last for thing nine. that you want is for uh, an injury, you know, nagging or lingering or whatever to uh, derail uh, someone's senior season like that. So I, I'm looking forward to, uh, to what he can do. Uh, TC United, I'm I'm hoping that they can break through this season. You know, already talking to Liberty, Liberty Provost, um, the the head coach uh, for the United. I'm looking forward to see what uh, they can do if they can break through and, and win a regional. Obviously, we've talked about uh, track and field. Boys golf should have uh, a, another wonderful season, and then uh, girls soccer for me. Um, I want to see what Lauren Bingham can do. Again, she is our reigning player of the year. Uh, she is so incredibly fast, and uh, Andrea Krakow is, is doing a great job out there at Elk Rapids. Um, if, if, I had to, if I had to pick a team to get to the state championship game, I think I would pick Elk Rapids soccer. Ooh. And that, that actually kind of uh, feeds perfectly uh, into my next question here, which is give me one prediction across the local spring sports landscape for this season could be any sport just one prediction uh for for me i i'm gonna say that elk rapids will get to the uh the girls soccer state championship game okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say i did i did this on tv before with harrison um so i'm gonna just plagiarize off myself and uh i think that's allowed i think that's okay i don't have to kick i don't have to kick you out okay and i'm gonna say that uh i think gaylord gets to the uh, softball state championship game and wins. You know like they they got they got so close. They got uh, two years ago. They were in the semifinals and lost by uh, just a run or two. And they had everybody back last season. They had some injuries, and then they ran into one of the other top teams in the state in regionals, and and lost in a pitcher's duel in that game. And uh, that'll be interesting too because the districts are way changed this year, at least in Gaylord's division, and now they play Escanaba in districts. Oh, instead of okay. in, instead of in regionals, so you've got two of the teams that are ranked in the top four in the state in the same district. Yikes! And Gaylord hosts that district. Jordan, uh, if you're looking for pr- a prediction, uh, and, and I know it's probably tough for you because you didn't have much of the spring sports season, you can always just say that Hunter Jones will win a state championship. That's like I feel like I feel like that's like an easy way out. Like you know, it's like yeah, Hunter Jones. I mean, yeah, obviously, like. 
that's a, that's a prediction that we all I'm, I'm assuming had in the back of our minds. Yeah, he's gonna. It's win just a question. One. Yes. Will he will will he win all three? Oh and yeah. Will he, will he go for three? That's oh, the question. Yes. He hasn't yet. I don't. Oh. He hasn't. He hasn't. He's, he's gone two for these. He's gotten two out of the three. He's gotten the eight hundred, the sixteen hundred. I think last year he missed the thirty two hundred. Yeah, um, dear. So that was, I think, uh, Noah Morrow um, uh, from Manton took the 3,200 last year. But, yeah, you can predict that he'll win three. Yeah, it has to be, right? All right. Senior season, I mean, you already have everything all lined up. You already know what school you're going to. That's the least of your worries. Now you can just focus on uh, breaking records. And even though he already did that last season, break more records. Yeah. Like, why not? And it may be the easy way out, but it's a way out. It is a way out. It's a pretty good, pretty good bet that that's a way out. Because I mean, because uh, because yeah, Hunter Jones winning some state titles is that, just uh, about a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Also, um, although like that was my first game I covered, could, like wonder if Kalkaska can get back with the new coach. I mean, I know that was my first game I ever covered. I didn't really know much about Kalkaska other than the fact that that coach has been around there for so long. So so long, um, yeah. Just see how they do. <laughs> get back, maybe get back and win it, because they were so close. So, yeah. All right. Well, we have uh, an incredible amount to look forward to uh, this season: baseball, softball, uh, boys' golf, girls' soccer, lacrosse, uh, girls' tennis, track and field, both boys and, and girls. Uh, a lot, a lot to look forward to. Uh, but let's uh, look back uh, real quick uh, and, and get into our interview right now uh, with Traverse City St. Francis Boys Basketball State Championship runners-up Wyatt Nasadis and Drew Braymeyer. Guys, is happy to bring in Traverse City St. Francis basketball players Wyatt Nasadis and Drew Braymeyer. You guys, fresh off the uh, schools, was on the second birth in the state championship yep, game one. ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess first we got to ask you though, how did uh, spring break go? Oh, it went amazing. Um, it was a little bit rocky weather at first. It wasn't super sunny, and then uh, the sun came out the last couple of days, and we all got fried um, laying out on the beach. Wasn't there like a storm? Like you said, there was a storm. Yeah, wasn't there like a huge like weather watch like for the south? Yeah, uh, <laughs> we actually got stuck in a tornado warning on the drive down there. In I was Alabama, gonna say, but once we got down there, it wasn't too bad, and then it got it got really nice toward the end. So yeah, a lot of beach time. Oh yeah, a ton of beach time. Like I think almost every day we were out there yeah. for a few hours. Favorite beach activities other than just sunbathing? Spike ball. We played a lot of that. Ooh. Yeah. Spike ball, just some beach football, running routes and stuff. It was pretty fun. <laughs> spike football. Wow. <laughs> Who's the best spike football player? Oh, definitely best spike ball player. Um, I would say the crown goes to me and Noah or me and John. Um, those were the pairs that weekend. Uh, Garrett and Joey, if they listen to this, won't be too happy to hear that. But uh, <laughs> we definitely we definitely kick their butt. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so the other thing I was going to get an up, update on was uh, your your rivalry with uh, with Joey and Madden football. Mm-hmm. You were oh you, were, you were telling me about. I that. I wouldn't even call it a rivalry, but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you were saying after he kind of trash talked you the last mm-hmm. time he was on the podcast. Yeah, last actually, time he was. Then on he the actually kind of backed it up a little bit. No, uh, okay, I wouldn't yeah, say he backed it up. 
um, when I listened to the podcast, he talked about how much he beat me, and then, um, like, we, well, we he, used to How play. much he wanted to beat you, I think it was. Well, and then I think he mentioned something that, I mean, he usually, I don't I don't even remember what he said, but then. Um, <laughs> he said you usually win, but he's going to beat you or yeah, something like we, that. Yeah. I, I would say, like, the last time we played, he he destroyed me, but the overall series has got to be, like, 110 to five. I mean, I could probably count on one hand how many oh, times he beat me. Wow. He so, said one hand. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a team? Nice. Do you have a go-to team? No. Random every time. Me and Joe randomized random, randomized the teams. Really? Yeah, kind of. It kind of shows like that, you who that really makes is the best. Better. You, that you makes it more exciting. With, yeah, you can win with whoever uh, gets chosen to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you throw all the time, or you run? I'm only throw. Joey Joey runs and throws. Joey throws a ton of picks, but when we play, I I only throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Just complete run, total run and shoot. Yep, exactly. Wow, I used to do that back in my NCAA football game. Yo, speaking of that, you know they're bringing it back? They're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. You have no idea how excited I am. I used to play CMU because that's where I went. Yeah, yeah. And they couldn't run the ball at all in that game. So I just (laughs) – I threw the ball all the time. Like 98% of the time I would just recruit a throwing quarterback and then win the national title. (laughs) I wish wish that game was in my uh, time period growing up. I never got to play that game. It was pretty cool. I'm sorry. sorry about it. Really hard to run. Mm -hmm. It is. And impossible to run between the tackles. Yeah. But, but it was fun, yeah. Um, so talk about – got to talk about the uh, tournament run that you guys had. What What are some of the more – the moments that stick out to you in, in all the games? We'll go pre-Breslin. Um, so that district final game, that, that, that was really big. It, it, it felt really good because we came up short the last couple of years in districts. So to get by that, it was almost like a – it's almost like a roadblock for us, but once we got by it, then mm-hmm. our confidence like spiked up. I think, which helped us to like get through regionals and ultimately get to Breslin. Mm-hmm. And so, how much extra work did you guys do in Lake City's gym? Because you played how many games there? Uh, four. Three or four? Yeah. Yeah. Districts and regionals. Mm-hmm. We're both each. there. Yeah. So, you I guys, mean, you guys just went and held practices there. Yeah, we had a we had a shoot around there. I think, like, the Sunday, right? Yeah. The Sunday before districts, and then. It helped us, obviously, to play those two games in districts, which then just kind of led on to regionals, I guess. But, yeah. mm-hmm. And then, uh, I, yeah, I remember the one moment I remember about you playing in that game was, the, I think it was the McBain. I can't remember if it was the McBain game or not. The one where you blocked the shot of the kid that was shooting a, a baseline corner three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> remember the, that. And then you yelled at him afterwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was excited after that one. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Wyatt might remember what he yelled. Oh man, I I don't even I don't even really. We always mess around. I remember I wrote it down in my notes. (laughs) I try to trash talk a little bit, but I'm I'm not that good at it. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, you came out. It was a clean block, Mm -hmm. and a a kid taking a three pointer. Yeah, and then you said, "Nice." Can't say it on the podcast. I don't. I don't remember it, but yeah. (laughs) Your lip reader. I was standing right there because I was oh, taking photos. I was going to say, I was like, yo, you're on his left, bro. That's some point. <laughs> some point. Oh, um, and then just talk about the regionals and, and all that, and then we'll kind of work our way okay. yeah. through the progression of the playoffs cool. here. Yeah, so I would agree with um, Drew in the standpoint that um, districts was probably more of a mental roadblock than it was um, actually like our own individual play and play as a team. Um, the last couple of years, we've kind of had like a little lull in districts. At least it's felt like um, we just don't play our best basketball at all. 
and I would say most of that's mental. Um, so getting out of that district game um, was a weight lifted off our shoulders. Um, and then we were rolling into regionals, um, still playing in the Lake City gym, which now we were joking was like our home court. Like it, it felt like our home mm-hmm. court. Um, John would always talk about how this is his favorite gym to play in, regardless of any gym. And so, anyways, <laughs> it felt it felt like it was our home gym at that point. Um, so then we we're rolling into regionals, and we didn't know much about Stanford Meridian. Um, and at that point, we were just kind of talking like, okay, the weights lifted off our shoulders. Now we just have to play our basketball. Um, so we started playing our basketball. We obviously jumped out on them. Um, the McBain game um, was closer. It's obviously hard to beat a team twice, especially um, when we had played them like two weeks prior, I think. I mean, it was pretty pretty um, close um, to when we played them to finish the regular season. Um, so winning those two games was exciting, too, and we, we won the first regional title in 11 or 12 years in St. Francis history, too. So that was, that was exciting. Mm-hmm. I was just looking it up because I was curious. Uh, you guys won more games in Lake City's gym than Lake City won this oh. year. That's sad, man. Way to bring that up. Way to bring that up. I mean, they had a young team. Yeah, they had a young team. I think they'll be they'll they'll, they'll get back. But yeah, they went three and nineteen, and they won two of those at home. Oof, oof. Well, I guess it, we we shared it as a home gym this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Brad Besco will have the Trojans back mm-hmm. in, oh, in short time. <laughs> And then, and then I guess go on to your, your quarterfinal. Oh, quarterfinal. Oh yeah. All right. St. Ignatius. Ignatius. All right. <laughs> there was a lot of games played. Um, we played a ton of basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. So St. Ignatius, um, it was a little bit hard, at least for me to figure out how good of a team they really were because of, um, just judging kind of, mm, the farther you go up, the more I don't recognize the teams and the skill and um, how that all goes. Um, we knew they liked to play fast, um, and that they did, so we just had to slow them down and kind of um, play into our pace, which is something we talked about all year is just letting the game come to us and kind of controlling the speed of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. We jumped out at them. Um, they kept it close, and I think it was um, the second half where we really ran away with that one. Um, yeah. So, and, uh, I mean, yeah. Winning that game was exciting because then you guys go to Breslin, so it was it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that quarterfinal that was that was a fun game. I mean, just they were they were a good team sitting this. They were fast. So we once we sl- once we slowed them down, like it it helped us a lot to like get by that and then get into Breslin. Mm-hmm. And you guys got to play after they had already cleaned up from the Frankfurt game. Cause yeah. yeah, that game was crazy Did, before us. That was, was that was I don't know how early you were there or not, but it's yeah. like somebody threw up on the sidelines for the student section. And Drewby had the big dunks that game. Hmm? Drewby had the big dunks that game. Yeah, that, that one at the end, that putback felt nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. You guys getting your dunks ready for the, for the All-Star game? Uh, Shoot, please, I, I guess. Please. I was thinking about that. I don't. I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to do. Um, oh yeah. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, I can make the game. That's the biggest thing. Um, I think I can. And then, um, dunk wise, I, I don't have that much in my package, but we'll we'll see what I can bring out by that time. Make mm-hmm. something work, man. But if you can play the game, it's yeah, yeah. Let's some other guys playing the doing the dunk mm-hmm. contest. Exactly. <laughs> I think we said a date on that already. I can't remember. Exactly yeah, I'll have to check that right after yeah, this. Yeah, I was going to say you did. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I hope. Been a while back. Yeah, I hope I can. I yeah, haven't checked. Coach call. Finnegan knows. Mm-hmm. I've been so busy. So busy. Yeah. Well, when you're going to play at a 
at a private school, mm-hmm. prep school, mm-hmm. right, for a year. Yep. How, so how do how does that work? How do, how do you do that? Um, I mean, it's it's different out there to start. I mean, Massachusetts um, pretty much allows kids who have already graduated to play in um, their their prep school league. So what the league I'm call, playing in is called the NEPSAC. So that'd be like MHSA. Um, well, not really, but it's like the NEPSAC is the league, and then it's AAA, which is the highest. Um, basketball in Massachusetts um, so it's pretty much all the best not not all private but I don't know a ton about it but best prep schools in Massachusetts um, mm-hmm. so I'll be playing in that most of the kids are high school level um, 10 or 11th 12th grade as well as some postgraduates like me um, a lot of the people out there have already reclassified um, meaning like they did 11th grade twice or did 12th grade twice um, instead of graduating graduating like I am mm-hmm. I'm just going to graduate and be like a postgraduate I play on all the same um age groups I play on a high school team um is mm-hmm. what I mean I guess you would call it it's just a lot different out there um and, and it works pretty similar it's a boarding school so um I'll be I won't be like living at home or anything um and it's very different and it'll be a lot of basketball um but I'm excited Do you start like college classes or something um, there or yeah I, I don't Pretty much, I won't get a ton of college credit. They like to keep it all within there. Um, so that's a little bit of a downside, but I'll be taking high-level classes. It's very, very prestigious. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll only take, like, three, so my day will be filled with workouts and um, all sorts of stuff, so it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're going to South Carolina, yeah. you said? Uh, yeah, that's the plan right now. Just go down there and yeah, get a business degree and stuff. So. They vibe, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said you have relatives down yeah, my that mom. Way. My mom lives in Greenville, South Carolina, so like about an hour and a half away from her okay. campus. So yeah, not too far away from where you guys were for spring break, right? Yeah. Uh, in in the in the grand scheme of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <coughs> uh, mm, but yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I guess we had to jump back into the basketball stuff with. The, so you get the semifinals with Niles Brandywine. Yeah. What's it like playing on? Have either of you guys played on Breslin before? No, I think both of our first time, right? No, I, I have. Oh, he had before, but it's a lot different, like depth perception wise, like shooting on, like the bright lights are on, so like it's that. just like mm-hmm. I mean I bricked a couple in the semifinal just because when you're shooting it's it, it's almost the rim feels lower almost. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, mm-hmm. kind of mess with you a little bit. But. Like the floor isn't that like hollow on the bottom, so like can't you? Yeah, can't, can't you a little bit. It? Yeah, it's just like. I think it's almost like a puzzle piece, the floor that they put together. Like So, like, when you dribble it, there was this one spot at the free throw line where you dribble it, and it just didn't – the ball didn't that's come. Right. Yeah, that's what I was weird. wondering about that because yeah. we've watched a lot mm-hmm. of the, the games at Breslin, and you notice, like, you notice a difference between a high school gym, which is where we're all accustomed to watching mm-hmm. or playing, mm-hmm. and then you go to Breslin, and it, the lights are different. Did you get lost at all? Get lost at all? I don't. Yeah. I don't know what? about that, but it was what? just like like inside Breslin. Yeah. Oh, no, not really. No. Always were a little confused. They kind of showed us around. Yeah. though. Like if we needed to go somewhere, they were like pointing. Yeah, they were telling us where to go. So wow. Yeah, but it was it was an awesome experience. It was completely different than any other gym I've ever played in. <clears throat> mm-hmm. How yeah. trippy. Um, you, I'm gonna wait till you get to the finals because I was gonna ask him. So. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that it's a just a big difference, especially for people who are more shooters. Like you guys are, yeah. Um, for the the baskets that aren't hanging from the roof, mm-hmm. instead of being supported on the ground, that it's just a different ba- different background. Yeah, we talked about that after the game. Actually, the fact that the baskets like we're used to, 
I mean, I guess at SF we have the ones that are on the ground, but um, a lot of the schools yeah. have them that hang from the ceiling. I wouldn't say that was the biggest thing that threw me off. Um, I was definitely thrown off, and I think a lot of it was just excitement um, and kind of just, like, being in the shock of it all. Um, I had played on Breslin a couple times as a kid. I, I would always go to the Michigan State basketball camps, and you get to play, like, on Breslin the full court um, if you make it to the championship game and all sorts of stuff. So um, I made it to a couple of the championship games um, when I was a kid at those camps. So I got to play on the court, but I didn't really remember it. Um, and then, like, the lights are different. I feel like it was harder to see. If you were shooting in the corner or, like, like the short corner, um, like mid-range, you would lose the ball, like, after you shot it. And, that, I mean, that was kind of weird. Um, and then, like, we were all warming up. And, obviously, we're at Michigan State, so the, the hoops aren't going to be um, below 10 foot. They're obviously accurate, but they felt, <laughs> they felt very, very low. Um, so it, it was just a mix of, like, excitement and adrenaline that kind of threw off everything for sure in that semifinal game. Mm-hmm. And then you get so then you win that one. You know, obviously, you go to the the mm-hmm. final. You get Flint Beecher, yep. who's who's weirdly enough the team that St. Francis played the last time they went yep. to the state championship mm-hmm. game. <laughs> yeah, and a guy who's and a guy who's used to being used to playing there, and yep. Marquise Gray because he yep. played for Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys? What's your attitude going into that game? Um, the final game, it was like, all right, n- now it's one more. And we knew that we were going to be overlooked. And I think that kind of showed in the first half, at least, the fact that um, obviously they came to play and they jumped out right away. But I don't think they were expecting us to be who we were um, as far as like skill and how good we actually were. Um, and we, we came out and we, we had a lead going into halftime. Um, and, and we treated that game just like we would any other game. Um, I don't think anyone was like overly nervous, overly excited we were all pretty calm at least I was and I, I felt like everyone else was it was just another basketball game and we kind of preached that um and it, it was also nice being the underdog for once um the football players were like holy cow it's nice to not have all this pressure going into the final game like we did last <laughs> time so um that was a little bit of a relief mm-hmm. yeah I think kind of getting all those nerves out in the in the semifinal game helped us settle down into the final more and they they jumped out on us real quick at first, but we we settled down. We hung in there, and then Wyatt had it. Wyatt had a huge first quarter to help get us back, mm-hmm. get us back in there, and give us that lead at halftime. Did, so, did playing Cash Tent help at all? Oh, a lot. Yeah. Because so like, I noticed because I was watching you guys against Cash Tent. that was in what a game by both of you guys, and then you guys play Flint Beecher, and it felt as far as just watching felt the same. I don't know how you guys felt for you guys. Just yeah, so I think they both kind of play the same style of basketball. They like to just run and gun down the court and get layups. So us kind of using Cast Tech to like learn how to slow down the game and play at the pace we wanted to ultimately helped us do it in the final game, I guess. Kind of the same thing. But yeah. Did you notice anything different as, as far as you being running everything? Um, I, w- I would say the Cast Tech game prepared us very well, but I also wouldn't say it was just the Cast Tech game. I would say... Um, teams that played like Cast Tech, even like Grand Haven and Kenwood Hills, the two Grand Rapids teams that were Class A that we played, um, they just play fast. I mean, the sec- I mean, at, the ball is up and down, up and down. Um, they don't really, um, I would say they get in sets, but a lot of it is just, I mean, you're quickly getting shots. Um, so those two games, two are ones that come to my mind right away when I think of comparing games that kind of prepared us, is just two bigger schools that play fast, that have... Um, the ability to sub and bring guys in off the bench, which um, was something we didn't do as much this year. Um, and I think we had kids that were ready to play for sure and that, that were worked hard to be in that position, but 
like even in that state championship game, Flint Beecher, Be- Flint Beecher probably played like eight or nine guys, and I think we played six until the last minute or something like that. So, um, I mean, that's something that you can't really prepare for. So, um, that was difficult. Okay, this one's for for Drew. So, what were you thinking when you saw Wyatt pull up from the Spartan logo? I was gonna ask. Oh, um, so yes. I I didn't really see it at first, but then I kind of like looked over and saw him like releasing it, and I mean. I went. I actually ran down the baseline to try to go get a rebound just in case there was time for like me to like, I don't know, just kind of get it and put it back in. But I mean, it he drilled it. It was it was smooth. You see the photo? Yeah, it was. You see beautiful. the photo, Bally yeah, took? Yeah, that was cool. That was sick. <laughs> yeah. And then you gotta, watching, you got to make that your like your Twitter profile oh, picture. I, I will soon. Yeah, dude. I have been, I have been on <laughs> much of the social media. Photo goes hard, man. That was a great. That was a great photo. Actually, I watched the game back on the drive down to Florida, and it was so cool seeing that. So. Oh, was cool. cool was it to see yourself on? I mean, Bally Sports, it's all playing up and down the state. And even I was watching, like, the first portions of the game, um, like the Division ones and the threes, I think it was, at my aunt's house. It was on Bally TV. And ironically, I'm like, I'm going to be reporting a game here in two hours. For you guys, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, or it's like, I'm going to be playing on that court in two hours instead of watching like that feels surreal yeah it it was a cool experience for sure i mean just to like i have like family and friends that were like watching at buffalo wild wings and they're like hey it's (laughs) it's drew on tv and i was like that's pretty cool what did you notice watching it on tv that you maybe didn't notice at the time um i don't i don't really know i mean it's kind of we watch film like i watch a lot of film we both do on like all of our games pretty much so it kind of it kind of felt the same as just watching a game after playing it but it was cool to have announcers and different angles and stuff like that and like they replayed some stuff after which was cool they they told backstories too they had like Mm -hmm. backstories they they had a lot of information whoa dude it was cool um and and then i don't know after the game how I mean, obviously there has to be some disappointment, but when you look back at that, at the season you guys have had and, and what you did right after the game, what were the feelings? Um, for me, like at least like that that first fifteen minutes was probably just pure disappointment because um, obviously it was another runner-up um, in our trophy case, which we've been pretty good at doing the last couple of years, um, but. After that, it was kind of nice to think that we did something that hasn't been done in a while and um, appreciate the run that we made and the memories that we made and where we kind of got that group to be. And d- it also did show, like, um, like a lot of our work did pay off. Maybe we didn't finish that final game, but um, kind of just I also took away the fact that we, we did something pretty special this year, um, being able to make it to the state championship game in both sports. Um, and you kind of can't you can't take that away from us. So, mm-hmm. um, um, after the fact of pure disappointment, it, w- it was pretty cool um, to sit back and think about what we did. And um, we're obviously respected, like we were respectable everything that we did this year, even that state championship game. Um, it kind of got away from us a little bit towards the end, but um, we showed that we belonged and we proved ourselves. So, yeah, how bi- how big is that? I mean, you guys, you you had the eight nothing deficit, and then you come back at one point, you're ahead by seven, I think, yeah. in the second quarter. How much do you think that meant to people watching on a statewide level of, of just kind of a, a respect thing, given that yeah. you were coming into the game as underdogs? Oh, yeah. I, I think it's huge, especially because um, I'm sure there was a lot of talk. I, I didn't hear anything, but I'm sure um, there was a lot of talk of, oh, there's there's probably another downstate. Like someone that Beecher beat, I know they played Loyola. Loyola was really good this year. 
um, and another team downstate that was D3 probably saying that we weren't the second best team in D3 this year or um, that we didn't belong and that it should be another team at Breslin. And I think we proved that um, if we weren't the best team in D3 this year, we were the second best um, and belonged on that floor in that game and in that moment, um, and we had the players to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of want to expound on that maybe a little bit? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it really, like, I don't know, it, it felt good to, like, kind of get there and, like, understand that, like, we, we, we made it respectable and, like, they didn't, they didn't just blow us out of the water, like, mm-hmm. the whole game. And, like, we, uh, yeah, I guess he kind of hit everything I was thinking. But, yeah, it just, we kept it where it's not, like, people, I don't know, people didn't, like, look at us and think, oh, like, they shouldn't have been there type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of a yeah respect around the yeah. the state kind of thing, and like I mean those are the games where there's like the most statewide media there and yeah. all that attention and everything too. I was just sitting up there as far as like I know, speak on semifinal game in general because you guys have ne- you guys have only dealt with us essentially yeah. like your whole like season. It's just been us. And then you see Detroit press, and then you see MHSA press, and all these other media members as he just spoke on. Well, how has that changed for you guys as far as being players and not just answering just to us two or Brendan, but to multiple other people that are probably asking the same type of questions that we asked, but it's unfamiliar faces. Was it a difference for you guys as far as, like, dealing with media? Yeah, I mean, I personally thought it was really cool, like, after the game, how we went up onto that on the yeah, stage yeah. and, like, the chocolate milk. The chocolate milk, yeah. and, stuff, and they were like, <laughs> yeah, I saw, like, the D-Zone was there and all those guys, yeah. so that was pretty cool, and then. Yeah. What about you, Wyatt? Any difference? I mean, um, as far as like, I would say like coming into high school, um, I was probably a nervous wreck, especially <laughs> talking to James. Like, I was so young, and I was like, I got to talk to media, I got to talk to the newspapers. What? I, I I didn't know any of this. <laughs> um, and then over the years, I've gotten um, a decent amount of practice, and I've talked to a decent amount of media. Um, so I kind of, I mean, this year it it was like a normal thing. Like when I talked to media, and I'm not trying to say that to no, the no, sun. no, yeah, yeah. It's it's just I've done um, a decent amount of media talking. So yeah, th- this thing, used it, to it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I don't really get nervous. It's kind of just like I'm having a conversation with them and um, giving them, telling them how I how I think and feel. Um, but I would agree with Drew. Um, sitting up there and talking to media is pretty cool, and having the lights on you. Um, I know we had something similar to that um, at Ford Field. So I, I was, I kind of knew it was coming, um, but I mean that's something that every high, I wish every high schooler got to experience to be able to kind of feel like they have that moment and be able to answer questions and be in the spotlight. Oh, um, my one question for you would be, if you were to play your coach one on one, because your coach can play, your mm-hmm. coach had game back in the day. Mm-hmm. If you were to play one on one, who wins? Right now, current time, or like him Honestly, and his prime, him and his yeah, prime, yeah. me and my prime. There you go. Yeah. Oh man, I I wonder if they'll listen to this. So me and Coach Shuba played a couple times in the past year. Like obviously him now, uh-huh. and uh, I like to talk trash to him a little bit because the last three times we've played, I beat him. Um, and I'm sure if he, yeah, we played him. I think I played him like shoot a couple practices before the state championship game. Um, and then Coach Finnegan always used to tell me he's like, listen, if I would. Back when I was your age, you, you wouldn't be able to handle me. <laughs> so I always wish I could go back and kind of figure that out. Like, really? Or let's, uh, I wish I could play him. But um, obviously, I think right now I would I would beat him, and you would admit that. But 
he likes to say back in his time that, that he would beat me. I'm obviously going to take myself. I think well, Coach yeah, Finn would say I mean, different. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. That's awesome. What about you, Drew? Do you think you match up with him? Uh, I don't know. Back, back maybe a little, project, maybe a little taller than him. Yeah, yeah. you got the height advantage. Coach Finnegan, he's got he's got some good post moves, so he'd, he'd tear me up down there. He'd just back me up, and, yeah, he'd score every time. But, you know. Bake him up, oh. You got to at least like, I mean, bake him out a little bit. Yeah. Hit him with a step back? I, I hit him with a step back. There you go. Hit him with a step back. <laughs> but, yeah, they're both, they're oh. both ballers. Yeah. You just block one of his shows, shots and then uh, trash talk him like the McBain kid. Uh, I don't know how that'd go. <laughs> um, one question for you, because you are solely basketball focused. Like, you're mm-hmm. not even doing any other sports. It's just basketball. Yep. Um, who do you look up to as far as game-wise? Like, you have to at least be watching like, college or NBA. Mm-hmm. Or Are you just solely focused on not trying to emulate? Obviously, like mm-hmm. – you like to steal game from other people, like try to like emulate it, mix it into your game. Like, what, who are some of the players that you do as far as try to mix your game into? I wouldn't say um, there's any players in particular, and I like to think about this a lot. It's like, who, who should I be looking up to? Who should I base my game off? Who should I base my um, career off? What I want it to look like, and I, I don't really have anyone that comes to mind. I would say um, the biggest thing that I take away from people and players is kind of the traits that they bring to the game um, as far as like their work ethic or things that they, they do within their workout routine in a day or um, do you have a player I, I don't I wouldn't say I have a direct player um, in the NBA I don't really there's not anyone that sticks out to me um, college basketball um, I, I wouldn't say there's anyone crazy I think something that at least I've related to a little bit is I played um, I went to like a private run a couple of years ago with Kobe Bufkin, um, oh. who plays for Michigan. He just declared for the draft. Yeah. Um, and I thought it'd be fun to guard him, and he torched me. It was awful. <laughs> I, I was, this would have been two years. I think it was like two years ago from t- yesterday. Oh wow. Um, because I remember I had a picture pop up in my camera roll, <laughs> and since then I just remember taking away a lot of stuff that, um, he kind of not necessarily moves, but like his trainer was there working with him against me. Um, and uh, he had no clue who I was, and nor should he. He was I was like an average Joe to him at that time. Um, but yeah, that's something I think about a lot, just because um, I got I kind of got to see how he operated and how he um, will take his game to the next level and what he's doing. Um, so, as someone, I guess you could say that's a player that I've looked up to and mm-hmm. kind of um, taken some stuff away from. Darren, um, prep school. That's a huge difference compared to. San Francisco, and Very you're big. home, mm-hmm. and you're all the way in Boston. Yeah. You been in Boston before? My first time was vi- I visited the prep school and then uh, Bentley University um, when I was out there, which is a Division two school. Um, as far as just basketball-wise, because obviously you are so in tune to Michigan hoops and mm-hmm. knowing players and schools, yep. and like it's, that's been your whole life. Now yep. you have to yep. transition to Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Who are the players in Massachusetts? Have you been able? Do you know any any players at all um, this far? It's a lot bigger scene. Um, I mean, the amount of college basketball players to be in Massachusetts is a lot bigger than um, Michigan, solely because of the prep school um, scene out there. Um, I mean, you go to Massachusetts to play prep school basketball. Um, you go to that area, um, the East Coast, to play basketball, um, and it's big for recruitment. I mean, prep school. Um, junior college um, in the portal are kind of where coaches are recruiting more so right now and not so much high school basketball. 
Um, so, um, I don't know the people out there. Um, my team, my team and my teammates at the prep school I'm going to, um, are pretty well known in Massachusetts. Um, but also everyone out there is being looked at. I mean, I'm, I'm the teams I'll be playing against. I know the conference they played in, um, one of the teams that they played like four times had their whole, their first 10 guys are all going power five. Um, oh. so like Florida state Providence, Seton Hall, Kansas, um, they had one, their starting point guard that was a junior, um, didn't have any offers, but like the teams you're playing is like, everyone is, everyone is going power five mid major. Um, they're all playing college basketball. Oh man. Uh, make, that makes sense. Though. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. That makes sense. <coughs> I get it now. All right. I got one last question and then I'll, I'll, I'll ask Drew cause <laughs> we'll let Wyatt go on for a while now. Okay. So if Anthony Rival is still playing for St. Francis, how much do you win the state title go. by? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we definitely win it. I mean, just to have to have him and Wyatt on the court at the same time would just be like I don't pick and choose. Like, you know, like you you put your best guy in one of them, the other one will tear you up. So yeah, they're 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 both really good players, and yeah, that'd be it'd be tough to stop them. Yeah, I, I think it could. I think it could work, right? Oh, with the it, two of them, you just put them up. So easy. work, man. Easy. So and then, work. What was it like when you were in high when you were in school with him Whoa. at the time? Were you guys not as good? Well, Obviously, I mean, but you know. he was a grade below, so I never got to play with him. So it, it okay. was a little bit different because <coughs> Anthony and I never got to play together. He was always on. I think obviously he went to Central his freshman year, so he would have been. Um, when I was in eighth grade, he was in seventh grade, so we always would scrimmage against each other. Me and Anthony never had that many opportunities to play together, mm-hmm. except we did play together a little bit um, in travel basketball when we played like Northern Exposure up here and played for Northern Michigan teams, and we were good. He always played up with us, um, mm-hmm. so we we would definitely be a good um, guard combo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be crazy having both those guys on one team. <laughs> How many points, man? How many points, bro? Like, are we talking about yeah. eighty points a game? I think we might have to get up more shots. <laughs> Our pace might be a little bit quicker. If yeah. Drew would be sitting over in the corner all spotted <laughs> up and be like, hey, <laughs> you know, I'm over, guys, I'm over here. <laughs> Just in case y'all get doubled, man, I'm, I'm right here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Cool. Well, that was awesome. Just congratulations on everything yeah, you guys had accomplished this season and everything. And uh, thanks for coming here. Good luck to both Straight you guys from Florida. Florida. Yep, thanks for having us. We both got back today. Um, Drew Drew got back at 3 a.m. this morning. Yeah. When you got to start school again? Uh, it started today, but we're going back tomorrow. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm going cool. only two days this week. Tuesday, when or yeah, tomorrow and Wednesday, and then uh, I leave Thursday for Wisconsin. So, yeah, not oh, much yeah. school this week. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you can do it all. There's the capability to do everything online now, right? And yeah, sports are over. Yeah. yeah. Not that I only go to school for sports, but I mean, Drew and I just finished a long <laughs> basketball season, so <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put my feet up a little bit. <laughs> you should. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Yep, thank you. All right, thank you so much to Wyatt and Drew, and congratulations to them again. Uh, I'm sure as difficult as it was to uh, to suffer that loss uh, at the Breslin, uh, it was exhilarating and thrilling just to be there uh, and, and to put up such a great effort in an incredible game, uh, especially that, that first half was, was, was fantastic. 
so congrats to Wyatt and, and Drew and, and the rest of the Traverse City St. Francis Gladiators. So let us uh, end the show. We don't have a Hall of Fame this week uh, because there were no sports going on last week, and uh, that means we are kind of truncated here in episode 248 of the Get Around, which is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has uh, two locations in Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh. They do it freaky fast because they are Jimmy John's. Freaky. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brendan, I need to ask you because obviously we're going into this next topic, and I'm, I'm assuming you, aside from oh, your dog, you must have had a heck of a weekend. I saw the recap, so I'm waiting for you to do a, break it down for us. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. If we're, 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 we're talking wrestling? Oh, yeah. We're talking wrestling. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I will. You know what? I'll, I'll kick us off with, uh, with what, what this is. I'm, I'm just, uh, this is my one answer for what made me happy. Um, <laughs> because that's because right now it, it, losing my dog is, is certainly not making me happy. But, uh, when I woke up on Saturday morning and, uh, thought that she was just minutes from, from dying. Um, and then she, she, she perked up and she rallied and Saturday night uh, we spent uh, in the basement on the bed with the uh, big screen TV pulled up close to the bed um, and she was lying there and she looked beautiful and so peaceful and so rested and relaxed and, and, and comfortable. And I just couldn't help but be happy that I was given a, at least one more night with her. I sat and I, I watched, you know, night one of, of WrestleMania, and with her right by right next to me, and it was really I had the biggest smile on my face, even though I'm I'm going through such a, a horrific loss. It was still such a for me it was such a beautiful moment to be able to share that with her i was just so happy the way i've described it is it's a feeling like i've never had before my heart is so full of love but it's also shattered and and broken into so many pieces i mean i understand when they like i i feel the physical pain in my chest of my heart breaking but i also feel it very full of love for my dog and being having that night and then having last night um, with her as well and, and just being able to share as silly as it sounds but something that makes me happy in pro wrestling with my my dog the, the one I love the most and my my soulmate uh, it really made me happy in a very dark time and um, I, I'll I'll, I'll cut it short there um, before we get too many tears. Um, but, yeah, that's what made me happy this weekend, and uh, it was awesome. really, really special. That's awesome. I mean, in sports, it was it was cool to see the amount of support for the Women's National Championship game. Yep. Uh, it was just cool. Like, you never – like on Twitter, you're going around on Twitter, and, like, everybody's posting about the Everyone. National Championship game. And it was just kind of cool to see to to, to see that get that support. Um, you got the men's title game tonight, obviously, but uh, but that that women's game was just a great one with some <clears throat> just some great 
legendary players. They're both coming back next season. Mm-hmm. There's, there's people that are saying that ESPN should do a uh, doubleheader of like a men's basketball, but have the nightcap be the women's basketball, and it's a rematch of Iowa-LSU regular season game. I will be all for that, just because I want to see Reese and Kaylin go back at it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both returning. That's crazy. I thought they would both be done. No, they're both returning. No, I think Reese is only a, she's only she's a, only a freshman or sophomore. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, I think she's a junior. Because she spent two years in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I heard. Yeah, that. I don't Maybe know how you. How, there. I, I, okay. I don't know how you, you guys felt about it, but I I loved the trash talk. Oh, I loved it. I I loved. I, I, loved I mean. It. Yeah, I thought me, it was great. Give me more of that. Give me yes. more of that. Yeah, like, with Reese point yeah, Reese point at the ring. <laughs> do the, do the, the do ring the, finger do, and stuff. Yeah. Did you were John Cena? Point John point Cena. to the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always I thought that was amazing when I saw or listened to that criticism of some people on, on oh, Twitter please. of her and I'm like and I'm like you you nah. people always are saying that you want athletes with character and, and once they show and then, character and then once they have and then once they show character or be characters then you rip on them. For it. then you rip on them it's yeah. like it's like God this game isn't exciting enough we need something more exciting uh, and more intriguing and then they. They do things that are more entertaining and intriguing and exciting. So and you're awesome. like, no, no, shut up. Don't do that. And you're like, oh, jeez, yeah. It, it, the old guard, man, it, it's it's going away. Yeah, so. it's it's rough. Um, you hope. I mean, for me, as far as <clears throat> happiness inside sports, the only California team is still alive, San Diego State. I cannot be any more thrilled. Uh, my cousins go there. My cousins graduated from there. All my friends went there. It's it's the best described as uh, it, the campus is so nice, the arena is nice, everything is nice about it. But the way that if you were from well, uh, California, the way that we describe San Diego State is it's a party school. Like they love to party. Um, that is kind of how I've always viewed San Diego State as. So they are living it up right now, and if they win it, oh my goodness, wow. Uh, so it's 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 cool. It's it's this cool thing. Who would thought the only California school is San Diego State? Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, that's my Well that that'll be one hell of a party if they win tonight. Oh yeah. So Oh, oh boy. Alright, uh sense. anything making you guys happy outside of sports? Being home, man, just being able to watch some basketball games, just catch up on sleep, work out. I mean, other than that, just relax. Like I don't know how happy I could be on that. Yeah. Saturday we had a bunch of friends get together. We had a, a friend have his fiftieth birthday party, so um, they wanted to do a, pub, a Traverse City pub crawl. So I think we hit nine bars oh on my. Saturday. Yo! <laughs> wow! <laughs> um, eight or nine? I can't remember how many. You said eight. You can't I wonder why. I mean, you can't I remember. Can't I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> so, so yeah. So there's that. That was uh, that was fun. That's awesome. I, I got to learn in the future. Uh, so do not start and end a, like, a, a pub crawl with uh, Mexican food. No. Oh my okay. gosh. No. <laughs> okay. That's good advice. I I mean I think you can end it. I think you can end it with Mexican food. I think it. that's fine. Uh, don't did, you go to, did you go to? We, we started with local boys twice? and we ended it at Barrio. Oh. Oh. I love Barrio. None of the rest that of the people the went to Barrio. We went to Barrio. We extended the pub crawl past the actual pub crawl. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh nice. There was an encore. 
<clears throat> yeah, basically. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, that'll wrap up uh, episode 248 of the Get Around podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you to our Audible viewers. Make sure that uh, you keep an eye on Twitter for uh, March Logo Madness, the final three. Um, I'll get that up at some point. Hopefully, it won't be the, the last day. Uh, but we got some good, we got some good traction on it anyway, and it worked out well. Uh, thank yeah, get you it up to quick before they viewers. get rid of polls anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you to our audible viewers. Thank you, James. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you to my wonderful dog Luna for giving me uh, the greatest fourteen and a half years that a guy could ask for. Uh, and with that, episode two hundred and forty-three. There's my other dog in the nice. in the background. Episode 248 of the Get Around Podcast is in the books.